morning, morning, me lovelies. Monday the 7th of October at 7.14am and I'm just walking home now having officially done my first full four days of nights. Yay! Well done to me. It feels so damn good. Walking home while everyone else is on their way to work. I've already done my day, my night's work. So I can go home, sleep for a couple hours, get up, and continue doing my own personal work. I am enjoying the night shift. Yes, I am. And had my first good morning from a stranger. Said, good morning, beautiful. Said, thank you. (laughs) Nothing like a lovely morning compliment at all, you know? And all the the labourers are walking past me right now on the way to the other sites. And, uh, yeah. Happy Monday, peeps. Hope you have a blessed and superb day. And don't work too hard. Thank you for listening to me. L-O-V, Lady of Variety. Laters. Good morning, me lovelies. It's fourteen seventeen. So that's two seventeen minutes past two p.m. Literally just woken up after having a six-hour sleep, as I mentioned in my last podcast upload. Um, I done my first night shift yesterday within security construction and yeah all went well it was just so nice and peaceful and I was still able to you know I mean patrol and do my job as well as still do my own personal projects you know I mean have my laptop there continuing editing my chapters and um yeah, cannot complain. Rain a little piece, but nothing to shout about. And um, had a little honey and lemon while I was on my break. And chilled again while I was on my break. But yeah, it just makes such a difference in the night. Because it's just, it's just calm, cool and collective. And that is what I like. And I'm a night person anyway, you know what I mean? And now, to be able to have the opportunity of having my day to myself, knowing that I'm still working, but not until the evening, it feels good. And it felt good coming home this morning, telling the day shift, have a good day. 
and going, heading home. Plus, the added bonus is I'm literally, what, a 15, 20 minute walk from site. So I'm like, hello, who needs to be getting on public transport? Not me, mate. So that's extra saving right there, as one needs it, because I've got mad debt to be paying off. But I ain't stressing, because I know my fabulous living God is going to help me, as he always does, provide great opportunities and just continue being there for me. And all will be okay. Amen, amen to that. So um, so now I'm just laying in my bed while I'm recording this. And I'm going to get up. I'm going to jump in the shower. Have something to munch. Um, it's that stinking time of the month. So I'm in a little bit of pain. But hey, us females are used to it. That's how we're, that's how God created us to go through these added extras that make us splendid, superb females. And then, um, yeah, while I'm munching, check my emails, see if we've, see if I've been paid, and if not, someone's gonna be getting a stink call, mate, because I ain't playing. Time is money. I ain't got time to be working. And I'm not getting paid. You know what I mean? Even though I've been on this project, what, three weeks now? Yesterday was my fifth day working there. And I've just converted also over from self-employed to P-A-Y-E. 13 years later, having been contracting. Um, so I'm definitely happy for that because I've been missing getting my holiday pay. And the added additional extras. But at the same time, I ain't got no time for no longness. They need to pay me. The added bonus, we get paid weekly. Yeah. But they need to pay me, otherwise I know what I'm like. I'll feel no way to continue looking for other jobs, even though I am. Because I like to keep my options open. And I'll move on. But right now all is good, so let's hope that I look in my bank account and I've got some money in there. So then I won't need to go and pick up the phone or send a stink email because I'm not impressed.com. You get me. <laughs> um, so yeah, check my emails and then continuing to edit my chapters for my book. I tell you people, if you don't know about Grammarly and you're a writer of any form, or even if you're just at work and you want to write a letter, anything, Grammarly is excellent. Trust me, I think if I'd had Grammarly, like, maybe two years ago, I would have completed this book already. But that's a lie, because nothing happens before it's time. And even though it has already been edited by my American editor, um, obviously, the American terminology is a little different. And either way, I still had to go through all my book again to reread through and re-edit. So it's a process, people. Trust me, it's not easy. And it's not easy having to reflect and remember things of the past 
that you may have locked away in your brain or dramas that have gone on that again you may have just put in the back of your brain as well so um but either way you know what I mean I know my book is definitely worth the wait and I'm adamant to finish editing all the chapters we're now in October people so by the end of this month it all has to be done I want it published, ready, in time for Christmas this year. Otherwise, you know what? I've let myself down. It's already been two years, already passed. There's no excuses. It's going to get done. And now as well that I'm working nights and I can still work on my book. Listen, be prepared, people, to publish my book, The Journey of a Hidden Princess. For Christmas. Yes. You heard it here first. But other than that. That's it. It's now 14.24pm. I'll be leaving home at 6. And that's it. So chat back. I'm saying chat back like this is my YouTube channel. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you can check out my chatback show as well on YouTube. Um, but yeah, chatback, let me know how you're doing, what you think of my podcast so far. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for the love. And have a superb day. From me, the L-O-V, Lady of Variety. Mwah! Good morning, my lovelies. It's Friday the 4th of October 2019 at 7.50am. I've just got in for my first night shift. And I can say all was fine. I'm now a converted night shift worker from day shift to night shift. It's just so much more peaceful. I was able to patrol still and just enjoy the silence with no noise and no heavy traffic or people. And um, while still being able to do my own personal work, AKA editing my book. And yeah, it it just makes a great change. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing night shift work for a while. And um, happy days. Happy days. So that's it. Thank you for tuning in to me, L-O-V, a.k.a. Lady of Variety. And have a fabulous day. Hey, me lovelies, how are you doing? You know, I forgot to share uh, a little scenario that happened on Monday morning as I was about to enter the changing room. Basically, racism going on within the workplace. As um, I'm not sure if there's a 
Bulgarian, um, Polish or Czech, but one of them. Uh, basically, I was going into the changing room and a guy from the same country as the lady that was in the changing room came to the door and said to her, um, can I have some tissues, please? The white ones. And at first I thought to myself, well, why, is he, why has he got to say colourful? Why can't he just say, can you give me some tissues? But then I thought to myself, well, OK, maybe he's saying the white ones because we do have white tissues and we have the blue roll. So, yeah, he could have just been saying that so she didn't give him the blue roll. So I thought nothing of it. Until my girl went and got the tissue, handed it to a colleague and said, black ones. Now, straight away, I didn't get myself annoyed or upset or even pull her up on it because I know what she was trying to do. She was trying to test me. She was blatantly being racist by saying the black ones. Why? Because one, there was no reason to call the colour black. Because there is no black tissues. Two, there was only one blackness around in that changing room, and that was me. And three, it was obviously a private joke between the both of them. Him saying the white ones, and then she handed him some and said black ones. Anyway, the last two days it's been bogging my brain. And so I decided to uh, inform my line manager of the scenario because these girls or this woman already has an issue of me using the changing room, which I've had to use now for the last, what, week or two. I was using the previous one, but now all of a sudden I've got to use these ones, which fair enough. But they've been keeping it nasty, like a kitchen or canteen, food and everything over, all over the place. So I've already complained about that. But I just thought, you know what, as it's playing in my brain, let me let my line manager know. Because I brushed it off, yes I have. But I can't guarantee, should something like that happen again, that my mouth ain't going to switch. Because I am not one to tolerate racism from no one. That's a big no, no. And when you're blatantly, obviously you're trying to test me, and you blatantly said it to try and cause a reaction, but there was no reaction. Because I just took it in and left and brushed it off. Well, so I thought I brushed it off, but obviously not because I've been thinking about it. Because things like that niggle at me, and whereas I probably would have prior pulled her up on it, um, but I didn't. This time, I just went straight, or two days later, and reported it. But I asked some of my other friends what they thought, and all of them agreed, yes. They're blatantly trying to be racist. <laughs> one of my friend, one of my friends, even said that I should have pulled her up on it and said, "You know what? 
I'm cool. You ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't bothered me with it. But not all black people are like me, and so you could come across someone that will cause you serious damage for saying a comment like that. But as I said to my friend, who's got time to be explaining oneself to them, please? No, because once you're a racist, there ain't nothing that you can say to them. That's what that's what they're set that's setting their mind, isn't it? And the same way when I'm in the in the changing room getting dressed and they're talking in their language, they could be saying anything. You know what I mean? None the wiser. But at the same time, they're stupid because they don't realise there's things like translation apps and those sort of things where I'd be rightfully in my rights, I don't care, if I was to have, if I was to have a translator thing on any time I'm in that change room to check and see what they're saying. But really, who's got time for that? I ain't. The simple fact is I've pulled it up and... I hope that this scenario doesn't happen again because, like I said, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be calm the next time. So, yeah, so that's what happened on Monday morning. And, uh, yeah, I ain't got time for it, people. Sorry. No, no, no. This day and age... And the worst thing is when you're not even born and bred here, but you, you believe you can come here and be racist. No. Regardless of whether you're black or white, because, yes, black people can be racist too, though it's very rare. You know what I mean? If you do if you do a poll of racism, guarantee it's not black it's not blacks that um or people of colour that comes across the most racist. And prime examples is football. Look at that. They can't even shut it down. But yeah. So we'll see what happens. I hope you're having a good day. I've had a headache for the last two days. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, as always, for listening to me, Lady of Variety. And see you on my next podcast upload. Good evening, my lovelies. It's, uh... Thursday 22nd of November 2019 at 17.37, just about to go to work soon, but I thought I'd give you the latest with this blatant racism, anyway, um, I found out that my previous complaint, which was about two weeks ago, since I've had to start sharing this changing room with these ladies, um, which obviously they've been used to using by themselves for over a year. So they've been keeping it anyhow like a canteen and a kitchen rather than a changing room. So I complained about the untidiness, all the food all over the place, 
stains on the chairs and whatnot. And finally, someone had a word with them on Tuesday, which was after the racist incident that happened on Monday. Anyway, and the, as I was walking to go to the changing room, I saw two of the ladies. One of them was facing my direction and the other one had her back to her. But she blatantly said in her language, or said to her regardless, look, there she, there she is, or there's a black girl, whatever. Because the other woman turned around and looked at me. So I was in the changing room now. One of them entered, said nothing. Then the rest of them entered and said nothing. Whereas usually they would say good morning. But obviously they're not impressed with being pulled up about the state of the canteen. Which is fine. Bothered. I ain't bothered. I'm just... Yeah, I'm just like... Well, waiting to see what the outcome is going to be about them getting pulled up and explained that racism is not accepted in the in the workplace. Do it on the street, in your home, whatnot, but it's not accepted. So if that's how the already vex and stop speaking to me because of me me complaining about them keeping the can the um start oh, fuck's sake. about me keeping the changing room about them keeping the changing room untidy imagine what how they're going to be feeling when they get pulled up about this racism business but the wickedest thing is they really are trying to make me feel so uncomfortable even more so today because they started singing in their language and laughing, you know. And then I just started smiling to myself thinking, you still ain't got no sense. Because as of now, I am recording and will translate what they're saying because I know they're, they're going to get caught out. And... That's the only evidence that I've got for myself in doing that. And I've now emailed my union to query about that. Is there a law, I'm sure there is, where when you're in a communal place, people should speak English. You shouldn't be speaking in your language because it's disrespectful, it's rude, and you're not at home, you're not on the street, you're not in your personal group, you're on work property. And they wouldn't be speaking their language in front of other people. But they're purposely doing it in front of me because it's just me, one black person, sharing the changing room with them. So I'm waiting for my union to get back to me on that. But I was just like, yeah, ladies, continue getting vexed. But you're going to get caught out soon again. But either way... I want them to be pulled up on this incident, regardless of anything, because it's not right. Simple. And I'm not here to tolerate none of that foolishness. I brushed it off on Monday, but trust me, it ain't going to happen a second time. Not at all. And I'm guaranteed that I know it will happen again. May not She may not say it in English this time. It will probably be 
all in her language, but it's all good because I'm prepared for them. It just really, yeah, I just don't understand people, mate. Cuss, say whatever you want, but from when you start mentioning color, more so color that doesn't exist in certain products, or or was it even called for? Unnecessary purpose business, then yeah, you come as a bitch, so it's all right. But, um, thank God I only have to see them Friday mornings and Monday mornings, unless I'm doing a, a day shift, covering a day shift, then yeah, I'll see them. But, yeah, I'm glad that they know now that I'm not playing and that I'm reporting shit. Whether they like it or not, it's being done, mate. So, we'll do my next podcast upload on this blatant racism when I have more feedback. Have you experienced any racism? Do you know anyone that has? How did it affect you or how did you deal with it? For me, I'm not bothered by it as in I know there's racism about the place and I'm happy in my skin love the blackness so I'm not affected by it but the simple fact of it being in the workplace and you want to be trying to be disrespectful and think that you can just get away with it no I will expose you for that Whereas if it was on the street now, whatnot, it's a whole different procedure then. But in the workplace, where I know it's a, you know what I mean, it's a serious thing and you need to stamp out these people that think they can come into workplace and do this, I'm one of those people that will expose you for that. So where it comes, so in that sense, yeah, I'm bothered. But in regard to my actual race, no. They could hate me all they want, mate. Dislike my colour all they want. That's their business. But just don't be bringing it into the, into the workplace, innit? Simple. What they do back home is up to them. But they're here in London. It's not happening, mate. Anyway, let me finish getting ready for work. Thank you for listening to me as always, L-O-V, Lady of Variety. Have a good weekend, or even good Friday. Bye. Good evening, me lovelies. It's Thursday. What date is it today? Oh yeah, Thursday the 28th, November 2019 at 18.09pm and I'm just walking to work right now but today has been proactive 
Well, not impressed either. Having firstly checked my bank account because I get paid every week. And why was I short £84, please? Hello? Time is money. No one informed me or got my consent to say that they were removing, deducting any money from my wage. So naturally, I had to send the company an email asking them to explain why my money is short while also attaching the standard procedure employment law where a company is not allowed to deduct any money from your wage unless it's a standard national insurance tax pension the standard procedure deductions anything else they're not allowed to deduct and even with that naturally you're aware of those deductions and if you're not they're meant to inform you in writing to those deductions otherwise they cannot deduct but this company seems to like to do things their way instead of the correct way which is why I had to highlight it to them that I'm not impressed and then when they responded back or should I say the regional manager as the uh, so-called HR payroll seems to be a mystery as no one is ever able to contact them direct so that says a lot doesn't it but when the regional manager messaged me back he informed me that my day's holiday that I took on the 16th was paid to me a week early and when I read that I thought well that makes no sense because whether it was paid to me a week early it was still owed to me was it not so therefore why is there a deduction why are you removing so I need to double check that on my pay suit anyway but again I responded back you know what I mean I'm not here to be working hard doing my job and have money deducted without being properly informed you get me so they need to do things the right way and I will brush this one off this time but should it happen again mate then I will be taking further action by contacting my union for further advice I'm not here to play people the other workers all male they love complain about wages and whatnot but what are you doing about it it's down to them why they this company thinks that they can just do what they want 
but they've not realised yet. I need to get to know that I and Nika Forbes don't ramp. Do not play with me because I'm not the one to be played with. Do things right, otherwise, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to see the switch. It's as simple as that. So there we have it. So I'm going to check my pay slip tomorrow to clarify this. And uh, I'm sure that this ain't going to happen again, mate. I expect to see my full payment every week in my account. Nothing more, nothing less, unless you've informed me and I've acknowledged it and given my consent. Simples. So if you've had um, an experience like that or having an experience like that, Google it, mate. Because it's a standard law. Employers cannot just deduct when they want from your pay. No. It don't work like that. And then today, up early, well, not that I slipped anyway, but um, had to go to a pilot test run for a game show with Monkey Productions down in East London. Yeah. Why could I not find this place? Why was I trying to call the number? I couldn't get through. All knocked on the door, which was certainly not the production place. I've done a lot of walking today, which I enjoy anyway. But the fact is, by the time they called me to see where I was, and I'd walked basically back down to Shoreditch, having got off at Bethnal Green. Why did my phone die? My phone died, so I couldn't call them back to say, where is this place again? And I went back to try and find it, I couldn't find it. So I ended up having to come all the way back home. So I had a rotted, wasted journey. Not in pressed.com but hey at least I got out and about which you know what I mean can't be a bad thing and um, that's it so on the way to work now and we'll see whether I'm going to have a nice proactive day which I'm sure I will yeah, I just don't know, mate. Men, honestly, sometimes they just do my head in, whether it's personal or within the workplace. Oh, and then the second, oh my god, I forgot. They do say it comes in freeze, isn't it? The third thing, why was I just leaving out the house? Who did I see outside looking lost? Well, not lost, because she knows what she's doing. Miss Nini 
the cat. This is the fourth time now my girl has decided to take herself outside to do what she's doing when someone's left the door open and me coming home not knowing that she's missing, thinking she's either in one of the other housemates' room or sleeping somewhere. No. The girl was outside gallivanting. Probably went to get some cocky. Dutty little bungle. And um, she's lucky I saw her. Otherwise she'd have been waiting outside and would have had to hope that her dad or her uncles, i.e. the other housemates, would have seen her. Otherwise she would have been left outside, mate. So I just had to cuss my landlord again, telling him to stop writing, leaving the door open. It's the second time he's done it and she's gone outside. Though it ain't really no biggie because she doesn't know where she lives. But I'd rather know she's outside rather than thinking she's inside and she's not. And then, you know what I mean, something might happen. I'm just thinking ahead, even though I would never want anything to happen to her. But, you know what I mean, anything's possible. But at least I'd know that, yeah, she's outside. But thankfully, she's back indoors now, safe and sound. Amen. I'm about uh, five minutes from work. I really have been disgraceful with the last piece of my editing. <laughs> I know you must be sick and tired of me going on about this editing. I'm just getting on my nerves. But I've been distracted doing other bits. Um, like amending my new YouTube channel and uh, other bits and bobs but either way like I keep saying it will be published in time for Christmas and whatever happens it's going to be done finish my rant for today if you can uh, relate to any of my rants feel free to send me a voice message say hey or not and thank you as always for listening to me L-O-V Lady of Variety Laters. Good morning, my lovelies. How are you doing? It's Friday the 6th of December 2019 and it's 10 past 5 in the morning. I've not long just got back from doing my patrol and uh, <laughs> basically last week I'd seen a cockroach in the canteen, notimpressed.com. Anyway, 
I reported it on one of the uh, report cards. And when I got in today, we was told that the canteen's out, out of bounds due to pest control being called in. So well done that they've swiftly called them in. Though that was, what, I think last week, Sunday, that I reported it. But naturally, I don't know how often they check the the um, the report boxes. So either way, they've done it. Anyway, I was just speaking to my colleague. And basically, there's always bread that's delivered, like, at half four in the morning. But no one's allowed to enter the canteen until about seven, because it's still being fumigated. And the door's being left open now to air it out. But apparently the bread man, <laughs> when he found out that he couldn't go in the kitchen or in the canteen to deliver the bread due to pest control, a.k.a. the cockroaches, he was telling my colleague, oh, thank you, thank you. I'd seen these cockroaches. I saw a big one. And I, I was so scared. I just stamped on it. And I was worried about my bread. So I said to my colleague, didn't he report it to anyone? He said, no, he didn't. He's just he just come to drop, drop off his bread and he didn't want to make no problem. And I was like, but hello? Just imagine if one of those cockroaches got in his bread. Someone ate it. And then they thought it was due to his bread. And hello, he would have been the one getting sued. Like... Hello, guys. You have to report these things. God knows how long these damn cockroaches have been running around in this canteen. I've been here just over... Yeah, just over two months now. And I only saw them for the first time, what, a week ago. So maybe they're recent. But I guaranteed... Or I guarantee that others of my night shift workers... Guys have seen these stinking little shits and no one's bothered to say anything. And it's taken me, the LIC, Lady in Control, a.k.a. LOV, Lady of Variety, to come and report it and finally something's got done. I mean, come on now. These are prime examples of... If you need a job doing, do it yourself. Or, shall I say... If you need a job doing, rely on a female. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So I couldn't stop laughing. But I wanted to bloody know how long, or well, I'll ask him next time I see him, the, the bread man, how long ago was it that he saw this stinking cockroach? Because he's been delivering here for nearly a year now. And I swear, if he says, like, ages ago, I am not going to be impressed. But let's hope that there's no more of these stinking little things or big things. Because apparently once, once they lay one egg, mate, they multiply into thousands. Ugh. It just makes my skin crawl. And even last Sunday, I was getting ready to make um, a little noodle. Opened the packet and saw one run, run out from underneath the microwave. It just put me right off, mate. I just threw my noodles in the bin. I couldn't even eat again. They're just so... Oh, God.
God forgive me, I know they're all part of God's creations and whatnot, but they're just, no, no, it's just not the one, mate. But anyway, that's my little funny rant of cockroaches. How are you all doing? I hope you're having a fabulous week. It's Friday. Happy Friday. And, um, yeah. Everyone's going to start arriving soon, so just going to continue chilling in the cabin until then. And you know what I'm going to say. Thank you, as always, for listening to me. L-O-V, Lady of Variety. And see you on my next podcast upload. Have a good day. Bye. Good evening, me lovelies. How are you doing? Monday, 16th of December, 2019. At 8.27. Today has been a proactive day. Finished my night shift at seven. Came home. Was just chilling. And I tell myself every day, I don't know why, to check my phone calendar. Because even though I set reminders, but I seem to be so bloody terrible at just checking it first thing. Anyway, thank God I had my reminder on my phone. Because at nine o'clock, I saw a reminder telling me interview at 10 a.m. for voluntary work with a charity called Family Friend. So I went to that and basically it's a fabulous charity um, that has volunteers who support, help, you know what I mean, listen and just provide a helping hand service to single parents with children who, you know what I mean, might be in need of extra encouragement or assistance with the child or children. Just down the road, just in Labrick Grove, they are, they're based. And, yeah, it was a really nice meeting. I met three other ladies. And um, we done a brief case study, which I'd seen before as well. But, well, no, I don't know, but I'd seen before. And um, we got to discuss it. And we had a brief interview, one-to-one interview. And she and the lady was asking me why I'd want to volunteer in this sort of sector. And as I explained to her, you know what I mean? I've always been a people's person. Um, but my broad experience from working as an appropriate adult within police stations... I'm used to dealing with vulnerable adults and um, as for vulnerable children, again, I've got experience with that, working as a contact supervisor within contact centres for children 
that I've been put in child protection. And that's where I'm having to supervise the contact with the parent or guardian in a centre. And it's not just a centre, you're able to go out to the park, out to eat, out anywhere with them. But as long as they're supervised by a contact supervisor. And both jobs I haven't done for a little while. But I've always been looking for... Obviously, those two jobs were paid anyway. But this is voluntary. And, um, yeah, I think it would be lovely to be able to offer assistance, a ear to listen to any positive um, advice for both parent and child, you know, do activities with the child if they want. Just anything that is, um, that is positive and, you know, that family base is, is vital as well. Even more so as I ain't got that set up for myself anymore. So to be able to give back to the community and um, help. And you're required, if successful, um, to visit the family. And you're only assigned to one family, so... And it can be either a single mum, a single dad, with up to one to three children maximum. Um... And they don't, they don't uh, offer the service for everyone. It's, it's mainly, I suppose, mainly for those that request it and want help, assistance. But any that, but anyone that's under the influence of substance, or if there's abuse in the home, then yeah, they don't cover those 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 two sectors because I suppose. We're just we're just volunteers. We're not the professionals, you know. So, yeah, but still, there's still people out there that still require the service. So it's fabulous, and I couldn't believe when the lady told us it's been going for twenty six years. You know, like wow, fabulous. Um. So yeah. So I'm hoping I'll be successful. And, yeah, you're only required to visit the family once a week for two hours. So, And sometimes you can't make that week. You can do it fortnightly, but then it will be extended to four hours. So either way, it's a fabulous cause. And, um, yeah, we'll wait to find out on Wednesday if I'll be successful. Um, I don't know if it was a good idea. I, my The lady was asking me what I like to do and I told her I'd just recently published my first uh, non-fiction book. And I ended up giving her one of my um, business cards with the book on it. 
And then after I'd done it, I was thinking, should I have? Because, you know what I mean, it's, the book's full of such variety. I'd like to think she wouldn't take anything negative from it. But hey, you don't know in it, but in it, at the end of the day, it's in God's hands. So if I'm meant to get this, excuse me, voluntary work, then it it will happen. So yeah, so so I had to get there for ten o'clock, and ended up leaving there, coming back. Decided to spruce up my nails, so I just went and got the nail varnish changed and make my hands look human again because they're starting to chip. Then came home, just got home about two o'clock. I was meant to go and check my neighbour who has moved now down the road to his own flat. Um, but as soon as I got on my bed, I just couldn't move. I was, I was just too tired. Considering I'd done a 12-hour shift and still hadn't slept. So, so that's what a total of 16 hours I've been awake. And then I ended up conking out, I think, um, after two. And then literally just opened my eyes just now. But still knackered and tired. So can't even be asked to move. So I've messaged him to say, um, yeah, if he's about tomorrow in the day, I'll go and check him. Have a catch up, see his new place before I go to work. Because I'm covering a shift tomorrow night and Wednesday night. So I'll be working six nights this week. And then I heard from my gorgeous cousin. She just called to say thank you for the card and the baby boy chocolates. Little darling. Cannot wait to see little man number four. And and then I heard had a message from Blue. Which was like, really Blue? You already declared that you can't handle just being friends. You said you's going, you did, you did, you's going to delete my number yesterday so you wouldn't be tempted to message me. And then I wake up to a message saying, hey you, and then, and then a couple of hours later, have I, have I, what do you say, have I messed up? I just said, Blue, really, this is getting a bit boring now. You know what I mean? Gave you the option of, getting to know one another, friends, you couldn't handle it. So let's just stick to, if we, when we see each other in the morning, we can say hi and maybe a brief convo. But let's just leave it as that. And so I just blocked him on WhatsApp because I can't be bothered with all this back and forth messaging, messaging, when we've already said, or I've said what there is need, what I needed to say, and you... And he sealed the deal by saying, you're going to delete my number. So, hey, 
And as I said, do what you got to do in it. But I'm not here for a man to not listen and, and understand that, as I told him, I like him. But there was obviously no attraction. But I still liked you, you know what I mean? I enjoyed being in your company, but that wasn't enough. So, hey, that's it. And um, what else? I can hear my two South African. Well, one of them is my housemates. And the other one, yeah, you might as well be a housemate because he's here every day. They're in the kitchen talking. But I'm going to put back on my uh, Arctic howling wind white noise. Have a little bit more of a snooze. <laughs> and then maybe wake up and uh, see what what I can do. They like look for some more. Cause still looking for more work. I just don't know what work. Obviously, I am doing my security work, but it's still you know what I mean. There's enough. There's no. <coughs> Excuse me. There's no meaning to it. There's just it's just. Empty work, you know, and it's not doing anything for me. And I've been trying to decide should I start <coughs> working on my second book already. Like, at least start typing out my diaries for for the last few years, so that when I am ready to do it, it's it's already it'll be easier to sort through. Or should I start typing up my school letters? Because, again, could create a book from that or even a script. I don't know, mate. But now my book's done, I'm like, what am I doing now? Sort of thing. Uh, saying that, I had to... Amend the manuscript again today, so I had to re upload it again to ebook and paperback because I bloody forgot to say thank you to the person who made my book cover come alive. Like, hello, he's the one that edited it by adding the background and just making it look extra fabulous so I had to amend the manuscript and say thank you to him so yeah but either way I'm proud that I've got home of my book and uh, well done me again well done Nikki Nika <laughs> but yeah I think I've done enough rambling I hope you're having a fabulous sorry, a fabulous Monday. And oh my bloody speaker just gone off. And may you have a great week ahead. And I'm sure I will touch base with you all again via the next podcast upload. Actually I'm gonna post my podcast link because every Monday I post it to my Twitter 
Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And uh, yeah, thank you as always for listening to me, L-O-V, Lady of Variety. Have a good evening. Bye. Good evening, my lovelies. How are you doing on Wednesday the 18th of December 2019? Yes, Sorry, where? Um, sorry. They're listening to the radio message. Um, yeah, um, what was I saying? Yes, how are you all doing? Um, it's 22.58pm. I'm sat in reception at work, doing overtime. And today I went to have an interview with... What are they called? Home... I can't bloody remember what they're called. Oh, with Homekeep. Sorry. They're called Homekeep. With Homekeep. Cleaning company. They've been operating since 2014. Um, has something extra to be doing. Self-employed. As I need my business account to be bringing in some money. <coughs> and just extra, yeah, to be making extra money and keeping busy. You know what I mean? Keeping busy and making money. Even though, really, I'm not really, really making no money because I ain't making the great money that I'm used to making. But something is better than nothing. And, um, do you know, I decided to put some of my book, some of my book flyers in my bag. I thought I'd be brave. And when I got on the train, I thought, let me see if I can do this. You know, like you see other people handing out flyers promoting themselves or the business and um, I was really shy (laughs) as surprising as that might seem I really was and I managed to give it hand it out to at least three people one of them was a guy who just took it and then folded it up, and I was not impressed. So I said to him, obviously, you're not interested, because you didn't really look at it. He's like, no. So I just took it back. So that's, that's me and my ignorant self, because it, it does annoy me, you know what I mean? And I suppose, naturally, that is what people do in it. They take flyers and end up dashing it on the floor and whatnot. And I wouldn't be happy to see my... my uh, my flyer, so to speak, on the floor. Anyway, so I, I said to passengers on the train, would anyone be interested in a free free Kindle download? Just promoting my book. And majority said, no, no. I thought, bastards. And then um, I just thought, fuck it. If need be. If if need be, I'll have to pay someone to go and hand them out somewhere or a station, or just continue doing my promoting online. It because 
Yeah, I don't think it's really my thing handing out flyers. Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe if I had someone doing it with me. but Or maybe just doing it on the train wasn't the one because everyone just wanted to get to work. Everyone had their headphones in. No one was really that engrossed. Um, but I tried. <laughs> and then, yeah, I got to the interview and there was six of us. Or seven, six girls and one gentleman um, who, yeah, he, the gentleman had, um, I'd say learning disabilities-ish. Um, but he was cute, but he kept interrupting when the guy was trying to do the training, which I could see was getting on a few people's nerves. So I just said to him politely, you know, just wait until the end and he will ask, answer any questions that you've got. But um, but naturally you could see he couldn't help it. So, yeah, maybe even had Tourette's, I don't know, but he, he, he had something going on. Anyway, so I got registered and I got my first first job tomorrow the good thing about this cleaning company is that you have set customers unlike Bisbee who I worked for before you can have different customers every day every day and I'm still going to be using Bisbee but the last few weeks that I've been putting on the Bisbee app no work's been coming through so the great thing with this company is yeah you get your set like your set client who you will go and whose house you will go and clean at the same time every week, which is excellent. So at first I put myself down for three days and then I changed it to two because obviously I'm doing my night work as well. And I need to, um, I should start, start slow first rather than fry myself straight in as it has been on 2016 was the last time I'd done cleaning. So, um, and you can always get more work by going to the extra jobs tab. But at least I've got guaranteed work on Monday mornings after I finish my night shift. So from 8.30 up until 2 p.m. I can work. And then on the Thursday in the day up into the afternoon before I start my night shift. So that's any time from 8.30 up until... No, sorry, my day is from 8.30 up until 6. Because that's my last, my last shift for my night shift. So at least I've got the Tuesday and Wednesday to myself. And Thursdays from 8.30 till 2 p.m. I will work. And like I said, if I want to do extra hours, I can always do them on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be glad to get back to the therapeuticness of cleaning. And um, nothing like a happy customer who, excuse me, who is happy with your service. Plus, I can also promote my book. Um, and like I said, I'm still going to be doing some Bisbee work.
as and when if I get any apps, any jobs through. Um, then I got home, made some minced, some minced veg couscous stir fry, so to speak, um, which always goes down well, and that will last me for a few days. And then jumped in the shower, came downstairs, had a snooze for about three hours. Prior to that, I'd been speaking to my cousin, my cousin B, who had just finished reading my book. Honestly, I've just loved her feedback, her review, her thoughts, her opinion on a professional level because she she deals with families and children and counselling, those sort of things. Um, And on a personal level, she's so excited about my book and loving it that she wants to create a, uh, what do you call it, a... um, Damn... A book, uh, uh, an Anika book club <laughs> with her friends. She's got all her friends to download my um, book so they can read it. And yeah, so like, how fabulous is that? So they can ask me questions and whatnot. And I'm going to upload it to my podcast so everyone will be involved and be able to listen. Um, and yeah, just hoping that everyone's taken advantage of my Christmas gift of free download on my book via Kindle. Got up until Friday Friday night to download. So if you, if you haven't got yours yet, get it. And, um, yeah. That's about it. Right now, my Left ear is burning. It's been burning for the last couple of weeks on and off. And you know what they say, when your left ear is burning, that means people talking bad about you. But hey, nothing new there. It is what it is. But I've also been having right ear burns as well. So the last couple of days, um, um, that's a positive. So that's all good. And that's it. I'm here. Just finished munching some food, wait for my supervisor to come back from his break, and then I'll go on a break, another break, and chill, and uh, before you know it, the day will be finished, no, the night shift will be finished, and then I'll quickly pop home, get home for about half seven, and then, um, And then, yeah, my first job that I've got tomorrow is for two and a half hours. Literally, like, ten minutes walk from my home. So that's fabulous as well. And I believe that will be a regular. So, can't complain. And, um... Yeah. Here we have it. So we will see... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll see. Anyway, I hope you're all having a good day. Thank you, as always, for listening to me. 
L-O-V, Lady of Variety. Hey, my lovelies, how are you all doing? It's Thursday, the 19th of December at 10.57am and I've just got in from, well, at first I got in at half seven from my 12 hour overtime and then at eight o'clock I left out to go and do my first cleaning job for, for, the, for, the, for the first time in, what, two years? And thankfully, like I said, it was just 10 minutes up the road. Um, and yeah, it was alright. Um, didn't have standard like cleaning gloves and the mop was broken. But I managed to improvise and I let them know that, you know what I mean, I can't... I'll only be able to do so much of the bathroom because I went about to do no toilet. Um, or I couldn't go in the shower because the drainage was blocked. But I managed to improvise, so that was good. And yeah, um, done it within the two and a half hours that I was booked for. But at first when I got there and I started, I was thinking, oh my God, Nikki, really? Do you, can you really be doing the cleaning again? But then as, as I started getting going, I do, I, do, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? And it will do a little added extra work on a Monday and a Thursday right now. And if I want added, added hours, I'll just look for extra, extra work available. Or I can always, um, again, still log on with Bisbee as well and see what they got. But already I've got two bookings for next Monday. One in Notting Hill and one in White City. Again, both, what, 10 and 20 minutes away from me. So yeah, can't complain. It's all good, you know what I mean? And hello, it's not like I say I don't need the money because I do. I've still got this, what, seven grand HMRC corporate tax and VAT to pay off. Oh, yeah, yeah, for my limited company. But, hey, I'm sure God is gonna bless me soon with some great money where I can just pay it off quick time by God's grace but until then one has to just continue working hard as always standard procedure and uh, now I'm at home and I'm doing my Concoction, sustain the brain smoothie. I will drink that and then check my emails and then pay the uh, 
sorry for the noise, pay the PR company that's going to help with my with promoting my book. So I'm very excited about that because they're a top PR book company, and um, yeah, considering they're so top, they ain't they ain't charging much. Well, it, it ain't as expensive. Isn't as expensive as I expected them to be charging, which is fabulous. And like of anything, mate, you've got to invest in yourself. So, yeah. Though right now I haven't really got the money that I'm going to be using, but because I know I'll be able to cover whatever I'm using today in my pay next week um, it can work so I pray to God yeah that I get some fabulous opportunities um, magazines newspaper radio TV but first I need to get these reviews I need people to review 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 my book in order for people to uh, have an insight as to what it's about or what they think even. So I'm waiting for my cousin to uh, do her review. And then hopefully lo lots of people have downloaded free Kindle copy that I've been promoting that everyone's got up until midnight tomorrow and um, yeah hopefully reviews will start flying in by God's grace so it's patiently waiting So, um, yeah, we will see what's going to happen. But I hope you're all having a fabulous day. I'm going to continue doing this smoothie. I'm going to lay down for a little while, get up, jump in the shower, and, um, yeah, before I know it, I'm back to my night shift. So thank you, as always, for listening to me, L-O-V. Lady of Variety. Speak soon. And see you on my next podcast. Good evening, my lovelies. How are you doing? It's Friday, the 3rd of Jan, 2020. 1924 p.m. I'm sat in the cabin at work. Usual night shift. And you know what? I have not slept at all. I finished my 12-hour shift this morning at 7am. And I had to go straight and do two cleaning jobs. One was in Notting Hill for 8, 8, 8.30. And that was for two and a half hours. Um, which was cool. 
the guy was really friendly and down to earth and nice. Uh, from Aussie. And then the second one was in High Street Ken. Money. Was a four bed. What would you say? Five story house. Uh, you can call it a house. More like mansion-ish. Um, you know when they've got money, when you've got an elevator to take you up and down the floors. Yeah. And I literally had to just clean the, uh, the three children's rooms who were aged between about 14 to 18, I'd say. And boy, are they blessed children, man. The daughter, like, they've all got their big room with their ensuite. Everything's just crips. Nice. And I'm there as I'm cleaning her room. I'm looking at her limited edition Barbie dolls. Machino Barbie doll. Um, um, Christian Louboutin or whatever you call it. Louboutin Barbie. You name it. Uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, uh, Gucci, oh, sickening, sickening. But I was like, I was thinking to myself, but that's all they know, isn't it? That's, that's what they were born into. They know nothing but having nice stuff, living a great life, having what they want. But the house was immaculate, though. It didn't even really need no cleaning, because they've got a, they've got a, um... Uh, I suppose she's a nanny and a cleaner and a cook all in one from Philippines and she's been with them for the last 13 years um, beautiful children though like wow yeah beautiful I think uh, I don't know if the Middle Eastern or something but beautiful beautiful so, um, that's a regular spot that I've got every Friday. So, that's good. For three hours. And, uh, so, yeah. So, I left there about two o'clock. Got home at about... What time did I get? About three... Caught past three. Hoped I would get to some sleep, but I didn't because I needed. I had to record my chapter three for my YouTube and upload to my Instagram and Facebook. And then before you know it, the time went, mate. But surprisingly, surprisingly enough, I'm not even feeling tired, which is surprise. But I'm sure it will lick me later. And uh, again, I've got I think I've got two jobs to do tomorrow, straight after work. Straight as as soon as I finish here at seven in the morning, I've got my first cleaning job. Thank God they're both like ten minutes between each other in Bush, aka Shepherd's Bush. Um. So I should hopefully get home. For about two o'clock again tomorrow. 
Um, but it's got to be done, peeps. I've got debts on one, one last major debt I need to clear. And uh, I'm just praying to God that great change will come, mate. And the worst, the wickedest thing is, I received my um, my daily prayer from one of my from my birthday twin. She sends me daily prayers, and this one was just like, wow, God. I know God speaks to me all the time, but when He really is like directly just making me know I'm speaking to you, Nikki, yes, A.K.A. Anika Forbes. Because today again, I was on a little, not major downers, but I'm just thinking, bloody hell, I mean, what is going on with my life? You know, I'm done looking for love. I'm done thinking about wanting children. There's not even no point. You know what I mean? So I just need to just continue trying to just have fun and just enjoy life in it. And hopefully love will find me and children. We'll just we'll come when they're meant to come. Um, so I was a bit like... Mm. And then the... Basically the prayer read something like... You come from... You come from a royal bloodline. So basically fix up. All will work out fine. And, you know what I mean? Stop... Stop feeling like you can't fulfill your dreams etc I was like really like wow in all my messages I've received all my prayers over this how long has she been sending me these prayers now daily prayers for the last six months or maybe a year never has one mentioned my a royal bloodline so that was just like wow god he's something else but I hear you and I'm trying to be positive I am um and that's it. And that's it. So. I'm just praying to God. That uh, I managed to get some snoozage. Why is this heater not working? I'm hoping I'll get some snooze. And uh. So I won't be mash up for tomorrow when I've got to do these two jobs, four hours. But I'm a soldier, you know what I mean? It's got to be done, people, it's got to be done. Good morning, me lovelies. Just got home. It's Monday, the 11th of November, 2019 at 7.43. I'm going to have a little rant. Four days, nights, all good. But you know what? For anyone that knows me, I'm a straight-up, genuine, real person. I have no time to entertain bullshitters, fakerage or liars. Even more so when at work. And when you're working it within a within the industry, construction industry, where you're surrounded by majority of men, 95%, and you get those odd few jokers who think because they're a man, they've got this extra 
power authority over females but they're getting it twisted because I don't business what your position is okay I will put you in your place and tell you about yourself and this one particular person so called supervisor I'm far from impressed with you ain't doing your job proper and today this morning shall I say you called one me between me and my other colleague you called my other colleague to come to the gate you didn't tell him to bring no key but yet when he got there you're asking him where's the key then when the traffic marshals arrive they're telling us that they're no longer covering a particular gate but hello no one told us this so, rightfully so, just before clocking out, I went and um, pulled up my man, asking him, why did you not tell us that traffic marshals are no longer covering that particular gate? Can you believe what the man said? He told the other security guard. So I'm like, well, hello, how are you telling one out of two security? When two of us is covering, where is the logic, the logic and the professionalism as you being the supervisor? How are you not going to tell us both the same information? So he's trying to tell me that the communication between me and my colleague is obviously not good. No, mate. As I said to him, no, you're the supervisor. You were meant to tell both of us the same instructions. There's no point in you telling one of us because it's not one of us covering that section. It's two of us. So how the hell are you going to tell one and not tell the other? How does that work? So, again... What, because he's a male and I'm a female, what, you don't think I need to know? Is that really? Listen, this man don't want to get on my nerves, you know, trust me. Because he's already hanging by a rope. And he does not want to get on my nerves because he does not want me to tell him about himself. At all. Full-blown. To the point where I will all have to... To share my grievance with the regional manager. And he don't want me to do that. Because he's already not doing his job the way it should be done. And you know what? As the saying goes, what happens in the dark always comes to light. That's what I'm saying, peeps. So for anyone out there that is a bullshitter doing work and you're not doing your job properly or right, you shouldn't do it. Simple. I'm a person that if I do something, I do it properly, more so when it comes to my work. And I cannot take people that chat shit and make out like, say, the shit don't stink and they're doing things correct when you're not. Because I clock and observe everything. 
as a female that has been working within the construction industry for nearly 14 years now, I don't miss a thing, mate. Anyone that knows me, Nikki, a.k.a. Anika Forbes, knows I do not play. So, once again, let this man keep playing with me. And we're going to see who's going to get burnt. <sighs> so, anyway, that's my little rant for today. Me and my DC to security. <laughs> so, I've got three days off work now. So, I'm going to continue my editing this week. I'm on my last two chapters, one more chapter, and that's it. There should be no more editing going on past this week. That's it. It, it. This week is the final hurdle of chapters, and I'm moving on to the finding out about getting itself published by Amazon or whatnot. So, get ready, peeps. I'm not playing. My book, The Journey of a Hidden Princess is coming out and it's going to be available in time for Christmas, by God's grace. So I'm wishing you all a fabulous week. If you can't be good, be safe. Thank you for listening to me, LOV, Lady of Variety. Feel free to, I don't know, can you subscribe, share, like, and uh, see you on my next podcast upload laters good morning my lovelies it's saturday the 18th of april 2020 and the time is 8 11 a.m not long got in from work and i'm about to have a little rant because I'm really just getting so sick and tired of this supervisor that is not worthy of his position at work. The man is lazy. He doesn't do the job properly. He's a racist. Having heard, um, having heard from a colleague who had an argument with him a couple of years back, and he said something racist to him. But my point is, his main issue with me is that I'm a female. I'm a female. And I believe within his culture, females are basically seen but not heard. You know, the man is powerful over the female. And because I'm not a female, that's a pushover. Or sit back and allow man to talk to her or disrespect her or chat rubbish to her or pretend that you're doing everything correct or right when all you're doing is pure lies and making out like say you're doing things correct but you're not and now today this morning this is the second time he's done this to me waited for some uniform to be delivered to me at work. First one was, I think, a week ago. I was waiting for my high-vis to come. Why was it... And it wasn't until the next morning when the next the day shift came to take over 
that I was told that my harvest had arrived. And then today, waiting for some gloves to come at some point this week, but it was delivered today, this morning, early hours of this morning. And again, the joker didn't bother radio me to tell me to come and get the gloves. One of my other colleagues messaged me to tell me that he had told him that my gloves had been delivered. Like, really? Uh, I mean, your personal issue you've got with me is your personal issue, that's your business. But this is this is work. I'm waiting for my PPE and you purposely don't inform me. Like, I tell you, you know what, I just, I just don't understand how management just put people in position when they're not worthy or competent of doing it. More so when they're damn lazy. The man is so rotted lazy. It's unbelievable. Doing simple things like patrolling. Even to move the block, the man has issues with doing that. You know what, I'll tell you, mate, I, I don't know. Honestly, I've been working with men too long. But I give my utmost respect to men where it's due, you know. Because I've worked with some great guys over the over the years. But it's nearly been a year since I've been working in security within construction. And this man is just something else, mate. He's just full of rubbish. And standardly, hello, I've got no time to be entertaining this foolishness. And yes, you know what I mean? I'm reporting him to management because when you've got someone who is such a liar and when he's going out his way to try and to try and um, catch you out or lying about you saying that you're not doing your patrols or doing the job properly. Are you are you sick? Like really? I'm the only female on this site. I'm the only one that is representing myself as a female working among men. So even more so I have to you know what I mean, stand my ground and not allow anyone, let alone this man, to try and take me for no fool. But I just don't, I just, I don't, I don't understand some of these men that are just so intimidated or so weak that you can't handle a female that can handle her own isn't a yes yes sir no sir female and isn't one that you can pull the wool over my eyes and 
pretend like say you're doing you're doing the role that is one up from the normal security supervisor like Rupaduda but yeah you're not doing the job so why why would you think that you're any better than anyone else regardless of your status or your title the simple fact is if you're going to do a job do it properly or don't do it at all isn't it Oh, I tell you, I really wish to God that there was another female that I had with me on this job. You know, it does get, uh, um, what's the word, annoying sometimes just to not have another female to be able to relate to. Don't get me wrong, I love working with males. I have no problem with it, but... Still having another female to be able to relate with or banter with or talk girly stuff with or whatnot. Um, Yeah, I miss that, mate. But either way, I just give thanks to my living God for my job. Um, Yeah, but I just can't take liars. I can't take fakerage. I can't take dishonest people. And this man is all that and more. But as my nan would always say, God ain't sleeping, mate. So, you know what? You can only lie and, and, and pretend for so long. You know, and he just needs to get pulled up on certain things that he ain't doing right. That's it, rather than people just sitting back and allowing him to get away with it. Pull him up, innit? Like, hello? So, yeah, that's my rant, mate. My rant for today. Men at work who just can't handle a genuine, honest female. If there's any females listening and you're working in a male-dominated industry and you can relate, holler back and share your view. And thank you as always for listening to me. L-O-V, a lady of variety. Good morning, me lovelies. How are you all doing? It's the early hours of Monday, the 18th of May, 2020. It's now 1.09 in the morning. I've just swapped over to the other side of sight and um, yeah you know it's funny I've got there's a guy newbie and um, basically 
he's been nicknamed by me the snoring king because the man and his snoring is serious it's atrocious it's disgraceful and my colleague that i work alongside he's been um on the same shift with him like we split between um two shifts throughout the night and he's been mainly with him so he's been having to encounter his awful snoring and um and i just said to him why you, you know what i mean you should speak to him tell him if he wants to be having a snooze or whatnot go somewhere else but don't be doing it in the canteen mate because that's a place where you can sit down eat chill it's not about listening to no one snoring that's not the one and that there's no way he can be doing it with me i was the first one to work with him in the first place and first time i ever heard him try draw down that big piece of snoring i told him to come out of the room come out of the canteen i mean and go somewhere else and he did he had no choice mate sorry and then tonight this is the first time i've been with him on the same side of the site in the last two weeks and when i tell you the man was quiet as a mouse quiet you know i saw him and i heard him keep yawning wanting to sleep and don't get me wrong you know what i mean when you have your hour break do what you want have your snooze but don't be doing it in the canteen you know what i mean come out and go into the changing room the drive whatever go somewhere else but have respect for your other colleagues and don't be damn well selfish in it because that's what he's been doing with with my with my colleague that I work alongside but there was no way my man could be doing it with me you're mad so I just come back uh, to swap with my colleague and I just told him you know what I mean he knows who he can do the foolishness with and who he can't and he was just like he he was started he started to laugh but I was like no nah, mate because you know what I mean you if you allow people to take the piss they will but if you make them know from straight up that you're not one to play with then they understand and my man's vexed with me now you see i said good night to him to enjoy the rest of his shift and he just said mm. so i thought yeah so you're vexed with me now yeah because i've given you the name the nickname snoring king but that's your business you would not have got that name if you didn't make it known and if you weren't disrespecting your other work colleagues by not listening and by not going elsewhere during your break to do your snoozing so that's your business in it but um on that note that was not the main reason why i was doing this podcast upload but as i've started off with that i'll, I'll just leave it there and then i'm going to re-upload not re-upload i'm gonna record another one which is for a whole different subject so that was my little night shift female security ramp rant my night shift female security rant 
say it again excuse me that's what happens because I talk too fast and I need to learn to just take my time and speak but uh yeah are there any females are you a female working in security what's it like for you um yeah but shout out to all female security workers you know what I mean don't let the men take the piss ladies because if, if you allow it they will do it but as I keep saying anyone that knows me from working in the construction industry for 13 years they know Anika aka Nikki does not play treat people how you want to be treated otherwise hey you get the mouth in it but yes yeah, so thank you for listening to me l-o-v lady of variety good morning me lovelies how are you all doing it's Sunday the 24th of May 2020, 7.25am and I'm just strolling home and I'm just about to have a little rant right now because once again, (laughs) once again, a man thinks he can intimidate me when He is in the wrong. So there's this new one, new security guard or recovery that has been there for about three weeks now. Got on fine, all good, all cushy, until the man has started falling asleep in the canteen and killing. When I say killing me and my other colleague, killing us dead with snoring. Now, people, you know that there's snoring and there is rotted snoring to the point where you could kill a person for that because the snoring is that disgraceful and bad that... You, yeah, you, 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 you don't even want to hear it. You can't hear it because it's that disgraceful. The man snoring is that terrible. Even my work colleague that I work alongside of, the poor thing has been telling the man to stop falling asleep in the canteen, but to go and sleep in the drying room. You know what I mean? You earn your break. Go and sleep in the drying room and sleep all you want. Blow off the roof of the drying room for all I like, for all you like, whatever it is, okay? But stop doing it in the canteen. Not even going to the changing room, which is in the same facility as a canteen works because you can still write it here my man and he's off key loud like he's about to choke oh my god no people it's not good it's not good so I've, I've been lucky to not been working with him for about the last two weeks well yesterday and the day before 
I've unfortunately had him working with me. Or not working with me, but sitting in the canteen at the same time. And this morning, he's there putting on, putting on a, putting on his phone, playing um, like he's watching a boxing match. But the boxing match is watching him, and then I can hear him. So I'm like, I. You've been told how many times already. No one wants to be hearing your snoring. Go and sleep elsewhere. Stop sleeping in the canteen. Hear the man to me. Mind, mind my own business. I'm like, what do you mean mind my own business? Of course it's my rotted business because I'm in the canteen and I can hear you. I don't want to be hearing you. This is not the place to be sleeping. Come out and go and sleep elsewhere. Let the man said to me, I'm warning you. Warning me what, please? What, what, what do you think you can do? Or who, who do you think you are? The man thinks he's Kunta Kinte or something, honest to God. But he ain't no Kunta Kinte because he's a little boy. Because if he were a little boy, he would have called me a stupid bitch. But that's all right. Hello? Do you think I'm faced by you calling me names? I'm not one of those females, people that is intimidated by a man trying to belittle a woman, put her down or intimidate her by calling her names. That is not me. Because I will give as good as I get. So he got that wrong. And not realising, you're calling me a stupid bitch. Hello, babe. You're referring to all the females in your family then, aren't you? Because they're females. So whatever you want to be calling to me, you're calling it to your own family. That's right, yeah. So the man's there telling me, continuing to mind my own business. No, I can't mind my own business because I wanna, I wanna be chilling in the canteen and not hearing you making up noise like someone's killing you, like you can't breathe. Like, 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 I need to come over there and put a muzzle on it or something. Oh, people, the man is sick in his head. How can you really think that you're in the right? You really think that you can come on this new pro on this project and just do as you please? No, babe, not where I'm concerned, because ain't no one stopping you or telling you not to sleep. We're basically saying stop sleeping in the canteen, or if you're gonna sleep. You best sleep quietly where no one can hear you. But unfortunately, you can't. Because you've told me you've got a problem with your nose. You've got adenoids that need to come out. So I understand why your snoring is so atrocious. But if you had any respect for yourself, you wouldn't even make people hear you. But that's how you don't care. You don't care. You have no respect. You've got my little, my little colleague that I work alongside you got him so shook that he doesn't even want to go in the canteen anymore. He sits out for the whole night in the little cabin outside because he'd rather do that than, than have any confrontation with this man. Whereas me, no mate, you ain't running me from the canteen. If anyone's getting run out from the canteen, it's you. So I don't know, people. Do you know what it's like? To hear someone that is atrocious 
when it comes to snoring. And don't get me wrong, I know we all snore. We all have our moments, but like I said, there's snoring and there is snoring. And I already have a snoring phobia and that ain't no joke. That ain't no joke, yeah? And that's a whole different story right there, a whole nother story if I was to tell you about that. But no, 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 no. These men, mate, are really, <laughs> they make me laugh. They think that because they fling a little two word of your bitch or your this, your that. What do you think was going to happen? Do you think I was going to break down crying? Do you think I was just going to shut up? No, not me. Nikki, AKA Anika Forbes, no. No, no. You got it wrong, mate. And like I said, you just degraded yourself from being a man to being a little boy. Because it's only little boys that carry on like that, throw insults without checking themselves, right? You ain't a man. You ain't a man whatsoever. You're a joker. So yes, that happened, what, probably about 5.30 this morning. So not too long ago. And then everyone's asked me, what's the matter with you? So naturally, I'm telling everyone, isn't it? I've got nothing to hide. Because this man really thinks that he's right and I'm in the wrong. Because I should mind my own business. How can someone mind their own business when you are snoring and killing them with the snoring in a communal area which is for chilling and and not for snoring so uh, that's my Sunday rant God forgive me um, but yeah guys let me know have you ever experienced a serious snorer maybe your partner is a snorer um Maybe you had to end a relationship. I've known, I know of people that's ended relationships, mate, because the partner snore was too much. And, or even someone that suffered with the adenoids, because again, I know what that's like. I had mine taken out when I was 10 years old because I couldn't breathe properly. So my snoring, breathing out of my, breathing out of my mouth was atrocious. So you don't need to tell me about that, I know. But that's even more reason why I would make sure I was in a quiet vicinity where no one was around and definitely not in the canteen. I look, my ear's burning now, so he must be cussing me to my supervisor right now, but that's your business. Simple, isn't it? You want to sleep, go into the drawing room. No one wants to hear you. Because next time I will record his ras and then he will know what I'm saying. So, yeah chat back and let me know if you can relate to off-key snoring and maybe you're you're someone that thinks you know what just get on with it just get over it no there ain't no getting over it because I shouldn't have to hear it simple but thank you for listening to me apologies for all the noise I'm walking on the A40 um, thank you for listening to me, L-O-V, Lady of Variety. See you on my next podcast upload.